This is the Soulfully Casual Podcast hosted by Matty Ice. And now, your host, Matty Ice. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Soulfully Casual Podcast brought to you by Matty Ice Media. I am your host, Matty Ice, and it's a wonderful day here in Virginia. Uh, you're listening to this on a Wednesday. I'm recording this on a Tuesday. And as of today, my parents and my in-laws will have been fully vaccinated. So 14 to 15 days from now, they will be as safe as they could be from uh, COVID-19. That makes me very happy. Uh, it makes me very happy for many reasons. One, uh, I no longer have to worry about them uh, when it comes to you know the regions that they live in. For my in-laws, they live here. They help care for my son. So every time they have to go out, they're not only putting themselves at risk, but obviously they're putting James at risk. So it's nice to know that they are safe and that he is safe and, you know, but by extension. For my parents, they're a little bit older. Uh, they are 73 and they live up in the Northeast. So I don't get to see them very often. And that makes sense, right? Um, they, you know, they, we see them like maybe once a year. They live up there. We try to get up there as much as possible. They're, you know, at an age in their life now where traveling uh, is becoming more and more difficult, especially on the road. So, you know, between the the pandemic time frame and my son being born, you know, getting on an airplane was was a little bit too much for them. They didn't want to get on an airplane with all of the risks that were involved, and in, in rightfully so. Now I know I won't have to worry about them, and that makes me feel really good. Uh, they can at least go out to the stores, uh, go out to dinner. And feel safe and be safe at least as much as they can, as much as humanly possible. And it gets me thinking about a lot of things, right? Um, when it comes to our parents, if you had the type of relationship that I had with with my parents for most of my young life, uh, you you look back, right? As they get older, you start to think more and more about the time that has passed than the time that is you know in front of us, because the inevitability of life, the more time that passes, the less we have in front of us. Um, there's a quote, I think it was from Indiana Jones in The Last Crusade, where life is getting to that point where it's taking more things away from us than, than giving them to us. And when I think about being younger, my 20s, you know, life seemed as if it was so, sh you know, so short in terms of how much of it I'd lived. Uh, just getting out of college, finally getting into the adult world, uh, it, my life seemed like it was all in front of me. And now that I'm approaching 40, I think it's inevitable to think about the fact that there is less and less time. And if you think about the average lifespan of a human male being in their 70s, I'm essentially halfway through my lifespan. I don't, I don't think about it that way, mainly because I think that that's too, um, you know, too uh, morbid. I think because I think there's more opportunity uh, to live past those age expectancies than, than people realize, and uh, hopefully I can live a fruitful life. Uh, well into my 80s and possibly in my 90s. Um, but when you think about the past, it's something that we're monetizing today in the form of nostalgia. Uh, I think nostalgia is is pretty common for most people. I think even as we uh, you know get older in different phases of our lives, we look back to a different time. When I was in my 20s, we talk about what it was like being in high school. When I was in my 30s, we talk about what it was like being in our 20s. And now more than ever, through di many different things. Anything being retro these days is considered uh, popular. It's monetized to the point that uh, nostalgia and anything being retro is is uh, worth a lot of money. And you're seeing that in so many different things. 
for those of you who did not listen to Friday's episode, my brother-in-law, Mike, came on and helped co-host for me, and we broke down the new Marvel series, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And in thinking about, you know, the Marvel Universe, there were so many different points in time in those movies where nostalgia really kicked in. But the TV paradigm was something we talked about. Now, so many of these, um, you know, TV networks or uh, media networks like Netflix, Hulu, uh, now Disney is getting in on the action, are creating these shows uh, that are sort of filling in the blanks uh, for bigger, bigger franchises. Marvel is an excellent example where they have their Marvel Cinematic Universe, the first go around 18 movies, something like that. And we went through it, you know, together, right? Like the, the ride was together. Even in, even within that, they had little snippets of, of nostalgia like Captain Marvel, which took place in the 90s. So for somebody like me, who was a teenager in the 90s, seeing a blockbuster video was pretty hilarious because I know that there's one remaining in the entire country, but it, the idea of renting a movie physically, uh, going to a brick and mortar store uh, is, is archaic at this point. We don't really do that, at least for, for movie rentals. We get everything digitally or we buy them on disc. But um, most of the, the new TV empire, the new TV paradigm is trying to capture this idea of nostalgia and really think about it. If you're somebody who is familiar with these, these networks who are putting on this content, they are dipping into a time that they know people are longing to go back to. And I say longing to go back to, I think mainly because for the last year, many of us haven't really wanted to be in the place that we are because the realities of the COVID-19 pandemic for most of us are it restricted our life. We weren't able to see the people that we we loved. We weren't able to do the things that we do, at least the things that we love to do, not in the way that we're used to doing them. Having that freedom of of mobility, I call it, where you can go anywhere, see anyone, you know, kind of decide how you'd like to live your life was sort of taken away from us a little bit. And for our own good, I think, in, in some way. But the shows that are coming out now are trying to capture a time period for people that are of differing age. So I'm somebody who sort of straddles the 80s and the 90s. I was born in 1983. I was a teenager in the 1990s, but I do have recollections of the 80s and actually 80s comedies and 80s music, things like that. I tend to gravitate more towards those things when it comes to nostalgia. There's just something about the 80s that, that really stuck for me. I mean, movies, television, uh, music. There's so many things that made it uh, its own unique, um, you know, part of our our lifetime. And each decade up until basically the 2000s or the 2010s almost has seemed uh, unique in its own way. And nostalgia is something that people of all generations have gone through. And I think about it this way: I was reading some tweets on the show The Wonder Years, which tried to capture uh, Vietnam. And it was, you know, putting that show on in the 1980s about something that happened in the 1960s. And uh, the nostalgia for that time period, for many, many people who were watching The Wonder Years, you know, in real time, that it, during that time it was on, it was real, it was palpable. Um, today, I think the nostalgia that is being captured is for the 80s and the 90s. And you see that in many ways. You see that in shows like Cobra Kai, which is taking a franchise, The Karate Kid, which hasn't existed in any new content for like almost 30 years. The Karate Kid came out in 1984. We're coming up on 40 years since that has been out. Ralph Macchio is in his 50s. So capturing the nostalgia behind that and honestly doing it very well. 
doing it to the point where those of us who watched it, I am one of them, because Karate Kid is a favorite of mine, you know, watching it, I didn't feel as if we went to the well of nostalgia too much. I didn't feel as if, you know, we um, went too hard into it to where it was cheesy. I felt like I got enough of the old that I wanted. I was reminded of the good times of watching that movie when I was a kid, of reenacting the last scene of the movie, things like that. But they made it about the future. They made it about the young actors and actresses in the movie and less about the older adults. They're now doing things on Disney Plus that are, are, are getting to that as well. The new series uh, about the Mighty Ducks. So the Mighty Ducks, the movie with Emilio Estevez came out in 1992. They did make subsequent sequels to it, but the first movie, which got to the heart of that, you know, that franchise, kind of like a bad news bears for hockey, I mean, that was almost 30 years ago. So they're recapturing that, uh, that nostalgia that people have. People like me, who were kids at that time frame, you know, look back on that and have those childhood memories. They get good feelings from it. That's what nostalgia is looking to do. Nostalgia is looking to, you know, go look back on those good feelings and not necessarily dwell on it. But nostalgia can be a great thing. And I think when we look back on those times of old in our lives, right, and we look at how we dressed, how we acted, things that we were doing, music we listened to, all of that is good because I have always said on this show that we need to look back to figure out where we are in the present. But I do think that the idea of looking to the past can sometimes be debilitating, and I wanted to talk about that. One thing that I want to be uh, very transparent about is that I do not really believe in the idea of regret. Uh, Regrets are, are ideas that a lot of people feel um, that they carry with them throughout their lives. And I think people tend to think to themselves, I don't want to die with any regret. But here's what I will say to that. Your life and everything that's happened from you know your birth until wherever you are now. So if you're listening to this and you're in your 60s or 30s or 20s or teens, it doesn't really matter. Everything that has happened until then has been a part of your life, your story arc. And to me, those things are meant to happen in a way that you may not understand in the moment, but I think they're meant to get you to wherever it is you're supposed to go. Uh, I, I don't believe in predetermined destinations, but I believe that uh, things are put in front of you to help you make a choice for it. So you might have a choice of going path A or path B, but I think the tools are going to be there to make help you make that decision. And honestly, the reason I don't believe in regret is because I do feel that things happen for a reason. I do feel that interactions that you have good or bad decisions that you make that work out or don't work out are part of your life arc right i think we are intended to make mistakes we're intended to mess up we're intended to have to learn from those things some people make mistakes that cost them dearly some people make mistakes that cost them their lives their freedoms um and their relationships many many things but that doesn't necessarily mean that they weren't supposed to happen that way and generally, the way that I think of it is that most people who have these insane regrets um, are having trouble letting go for their own good, right? You need to be able to forgive yourself for whatever it is that you have missed in this life, whatever it is that you have erred on in this life. You have to be less difficult on yourself because, look, society does enough damage on, on all of us. Society does enough to tell us how we are deficient in looks in how we're acting, in the kind of hair part that we have, everything, right? No matter where you go in this life, you're going to find people or groups of people who think that whatever it is that you're doing is the wrong way of doing it. Honestly, like to me, that is not even worth the, the breath because you're always going to get that. 
So if you're trying to please everybody in everything that you're doing, you're never quite going to get there because no matter what, you're not going to please everybody. But I think what's important is that you please yourself. It's really important that you are able to look at who you are in the mirror and say, I love who that person is. I love what that person is doing. And if you truthfully can't say that to yourself, then maybe you need to step, take a step back and look at the path that you have taken up until this point. But sometimes we can use the past as such a crutch instead of moving forward. Sometimes we are nostalgic to a point where instead of trying to adapt and live in the now, we are so tightly married to what happened before that we never really can push on. And I think it's, it's human nature to do that. You know, we look back at times in our lives, and this is where the nostalgia thing comes in, that were good feelings where we had less burdens. And what time in our lives do we all have lesser burdens than when we are kids? Once, before we get into high school, and high school can be tough, right? Like that's when you start getting the first real feelings of what adulthood is like when you have many responsibilities that you're on the hook for. A lot of people started working. I know that I did. But before that, I talked a lot every summer, I think, I don't remember what it was like to not work during the summertime. Most of us can't even remember that because we've been working now for so long that the idea of a summer vacation or a summer break isn't a reality anymore. I think we'd benefit from that if jobs just shut down for the summer and we all could go back to work, you know, sometime in, in late August or September. Can you imagine how refreshed everybody would be if they got massive amounts of time off? That's another discussion. But the idea is still the same. When I was a kid, those times, I didn't realize how good I had it. I didn't realize how much the, you know, how much not having real responsibility, not having to worry about paying bills, not having to worry about getting cars fixed and inspected, not having to take care of a home. So many of those burdens that we have on our lives kind of make us feel as if we are stuck or crushed. You know, they can feel crushing the responsibility of them. Uh, but when you're a kid, all you're worried about is where you're going to get your next meal and what friends you're going to play with. It obviously depends on your upbringing. I'm talking about specifically for me or people that grew up like me. I had a neighborhood full of friends. I talked about that in an episode. I'm friends from all over the place in terms of you know ethnicities in some fashions, uh, upbringings, their households were different. You know, they came from different areas. They moved from to, to the town that I lived in. Um, but there was a whole network of people. So if one household wasn't out, another one would be and, you know, things like that. Um, those things are important as to where we are. They're important as to where we're going too, because where we started is definitely, you know, ha has a lot to do with where we're going to go. But I think, and that's where I think looking back on those times is important. I think it's really great. Cleveland and I talked about his old neighborhood and what it was like, you know, um, you know, inc incidences that he remembers that have shaped him, that maybe have given him P PTSD up until now, things like that. Those all shape you. Does he look back at the old neighborhood and have regret because he, you know, didn't do this or didn't do that? No, he looks back on it and says, all of that was uh, surrounded me for a reason to get me ready for where I am now, to teach me, you know, how to stay away from trouble, to teach me the things that were important, the paths that were important to take. And that's where I think we are doing ourselves a disservice by focusing so much on how good things were back in the day instead of focusing on how good things could be, right? If anybody's listening right now and you're stuck, you feel stuck, you feel as if your life is never going to get any better, this is as good as it's going to get. Technically speaking, for most people, each day, you know, you grow older, 
and maybe yesterday was as good as it's going to get and today is going to get worse but it doesn't mean it's going to get worse in some precipitous way right you're just getting older you're aging but that doesn't mean that every day can't be seized in some fashion that every day can't be some type of a blessing if you're stuck about something that happened years ago whether it's a breakup uh a familiar relationship that hasn't worked out in your favor right you know being estranged from certainly family members life changes that you've made that have caused family members to not want to be a part of your life all of those types of things um you know you can look back on those and try to learn from them and that's where i think we need to focus our attention i figured out years ago when i was going through all of my weight loss stuff that it takes time to figure out why things happen but it's important to at some point get to a place in your life where you can look back on decisions that you made incidences that happen you know decision you know things like that and figure out why it is that they happen what did you ended up what did you end up learning from them i looked at my weight loss that way i looked at my weight loss as okay you know why did i get that way what was happening in my life emotionally that was causing this to happen what happens to me emotionally that causes me to get out of control to not feel like i'm doing my best self in terms of eating and i learned those things i looked back at my childhood things that happened validation i was looking for uh you know ways in which my my parents maybe shaped my relationship with food and all of that and i was able to go back on it i try not to beat myself up over it because it was so long ago and i've righted that ship and i know how to write that ship going forward and when I look back on the times in my childhood, I think less about the regret and more about the good feelings, more about the nostalgia, the Christmases that I enjoyed, the birthdays, um, the family outings that we had that were good, you know, things like that. And that's where I think the, what they're doing with television right now is going back to those times to give people that good feeling. Because I think even though there's light at the end of the tunnel in terms of the pandemic, I think people are still looking for that good feeling. They're looking to break through that barrier of negativity that we see in the news and on social media and find those pieces of nostalgia that bring them back to a good feeling so that they can use that as a catapult going forward. I think it's extremely important. So if you're listening to this and you're looking for something to give you that, uh, that jolt forward, go on Netflix, go on Hulu, go on Disney, wherever it is that you get your content and try to find something that reminds you of times past. Even if it's going back to watch a Christmas movie in April, do it. If it gives you that good feeling, if it gives you a good enough feeling to propel yourself forward, to allow you to learn why something happened, go ahead and do it. It's important to you. It's important to the human race that you do. Because I think the more people that do that, the better we're going to be. And also, you know, if you look back on a time period and you think to yourself, man, I wish I'd done that differently, think about where you are now. Think about how many leaps and bounds you've taken, how many improvements you've made over that time period. And I think you'll surprise yourself. I think you'll surprise yourself that you have actually done so much more for yourself and others around you than you give yourself credit for. So when you're looking to look at the past, get away from regret and get more on relief, okay? Relief is really important because you need to forgive yourself if we're ever going to push forward. So think about that when you're looking at the past. Um, speaking of the past, I can't believe we have now done 41 episodes of this show. There was a time when I thought that this show was going to end, and here we are pushing toward another milestone of 50 that we'll get to uh, sometime in April. I appreciate everybody's listening time. 
I know that your time is valuable. I know that you know people's attention spans are precious these days. Uh, every second of every episode that somebody listens, it means so much to me. Uh, I want to do a sh- shout out to some new places. Um, you know, we got some hits in New Jersey, so thank you everybody in New Jersey. It means a lot to me. Uh, we got some hits out in in Oregon. That's awesome. We're starting to hit more and more states every episode, every week, and it makes me happy to see that. It makes me continue to want to push forward. So thank you for listening. Uh, Before we get out of here, I just want to remind you to go to our website, www.mattyicemedia.com. There you can not only find this show, all the other podcasts that we host, as well as the YouTube channels that we currently host, which most of those are sneaker focused. But if you're looking for some kind of a sneaker fix, definitely check it out. On Instagram, MattyIceMedia21 is the uh, platform's Instagram page. And Soulfully Casual Podcast is this particular podcast page. Hit us up there. We'd love to hear from you. And we'd love to be able to uh, you know, talk about some things on the air related to your correspondence. Um, something to look forward to Friday. We'll hear from Mike again. We're going to break down episode two of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And I have some guests lined up that are going to be coming up here. Um, yeah, I'm hoping to bring that to you next week if not the week after, but I want to start having other voices on this show so that you can uh, get some a different flair and I can kind of flex my interviewing muscles and we can have some good times with some good people. So something to look forward to. I hope everybody's having a great Wednesday and be safe and I'll catch you down the road. <laughs>